Welcome one and all to episode 38 of Titan Tea Time. I'm Petter and this is James. Hey, how's it going? And today we're talking about the No Regrets manga. Right off the bat I'll give a spoiler warning since we might be mentioning things from throughout the main series of the Attack on Titan manga. So yeah, you have been warned. Obviously the main discussion is going to be on the manga that is called No Regrets. But we'll mention things from, from the main series and we'll also mention the anime adaptation, I think, uh, a decent amount. And James recently informed me that the manga is based on a visual novel. Yeah, like a video game visual yeah. novel. Which I had no... I, I mean, I, I, knew it, I, I knew it was based off of something, but I had just naturally assumed it was based off of a light novel. Same. I didn't realize until I looked it up today that yeah. it, it was a video game. <laughs> Very interesting. <But> what? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder how many people actually know that, because to me that was completely brand new information. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, uh, about, I guess, slightly a, a little bit about our, our history with this uh, this spinoff. I, I read the manga and watched the anime around the same time, I think back in 2017 or 2018. Oh. So I, I have read and seen it before, but it, it's been a while. Like, I only did so, read it and saw it that, like, that one time back then. So it's been fun to reread the manga and rewatch the anime now uh, more recently again. Hmm. Uh, but what about you? Yeah, uh, I read the manga all the way back last week, I think. <laughs> wow, it's a long time <laughs> I ago. Know. It's a long time ago. <laughs> but the anime, the anime is a little different. The anime I watched today. <laughs> for the first time. Uh, so a lot of new experiences for me. Um, but yeah, uh, glad to have this opportunity. And I think you were mentioning earlier that some people kind of take this story as a, a canon kind of a prequel to Levi and, and Irvin's relationship. Yeah, I'm quite sure it's like widely considered to be canon, um, which I think makes sense, uh, honestly, especially compared to the other spin-off mangas that exist, like Lost Girls and Before the Fall. Those two I don't think are as canonically credible. Mm, gotcha. But yeah, this one I think is a, is a solid in terms of can canonicity or whatever the word is <laughs> yeah i agree yeah. <laughs> yeah so without further ado let's get into well talking about the points that we want to talk about from no regrets so um right off the bat i took note that the story starts and i think takes place uh, all, all in all in the year 844 which is one year before the fall of shiganshina so a year before the main series of attack and titan begins so that, that would be the, that would be the time when Aaron is nine years old but that doesn't really matter. But it, it's just, it's interesting because, or at least my previous self had uh, had misremembered this as taking place more several years before, like a couple mm. years longer uh, before that. But yeah, so it's really quite close to the close in time to the main series. Yeah, I find it rather interesting that Isiyama established the underground area uh, in the main series, but didn't really explore it all that much. Uh, all we really got sort of from like about the underground in the main series of Attack on Titan was sort of Levi's and Kenny's backstories, which were really quite brief. So I thought it was cool to see that kind of explored more in in No Regrets. It's also actually uh, the the characters of in the Before the Fall spinoff also actually go down into the underground uh, at, at some part there. So it it's it's kind of funny how it's kind of explored more in the spinoffs than it is in the main <laughs> series. This really yeah. really quite fascinating place that ECM established but never really explored much. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it was great to see it in, in the No Regrets manga here and in the anime. Absolutely agree. And 
I'd always thought it was an aspect of Isayama's story that, I mean, it never needed to be go- dived into deeply, but it just felt like it was an idea that he put out there but never explored. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the No Regrets manga and the anime takes a step further in going into what life is like in the underground um, mm. and what Levi's life life was like, really. Um, and I, yeah, I, I enjoy it for that aspect of, you know, something we didn't get from the main series. Absolutely. Yeah, and especially the anime, because they added, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, th- I think, like, more than half of that first episode was uh, stuff that wasn't in the, uh, in the manga. Right, yeah. So it's, it's, it's just, <laughs> it, it, it's funny how much, quote-unquote, filler there was, but it's good stuff. I really enjoy those parts. Um, so, yeah, yeah, as you said, getting to see kind of what life is like down there, but also giving some more focus to Isabel and Ferlin uh, was nice. Yeah. Just talk about the underground real quick. It, it, how was the underground built exactly? Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> yes, we have, like, the catacombs where, in the main story, that's, that's where Rice and his family were, you know, and their whole yeah. ritual. Right. And it was clearly built by Titans. Mm. Was that the same case here? But there's that's... no, like, there's no crystallization or anything like that. Like, but that's, surely that's the only way it would be built. That's and yet really their history tells differently. So maybe there were some memory shenanigans that happened. I don't mm. know. Um, right. But what would be, you know, it's also like, what would have been the purpose? Like, why would they do that? Because clearly it wasn't to escape the Titans. They didn't, they didn't care, the Rice family, I don't think. No, like, I think, right, exactly. They, they wouldn't. I, I mean, I just assumed it was like they... They, they they made the underground or they dug they dug out that area to because they needed more space because of the the population size was growing within the walls. Mm. Or at least I, I I think that's the the idea. But still, yeah, it is quite a remarkable area. Like in like in terms of like it's how, how it's yeah how big it is and how deep it is. Yeah, and also something I thought about, especially when I watched the anime, but it's also noticeable a bit in the manga. Just how light they're able to make that place. Because, I mean, yeah. l- getting that thing light should be really difficult. Because it's like, there's no, <laughs> no sunlight reaches it whatsoever. Yet, it's basically daylight, uh, like, in, in terms of how bright it is. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> they got some nice torches down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I guess, just in general about this uh, spin-off thing... Um, I, I liked seeing the meeting, the initial meeting between Levi and Ervin before they really knew each other. Because in the main series, they are obviously, like, from the moment that we get to see, meet them in the main, main series of the manga, uh, they're, they're really quite close, or very close. Like, Levi, like, it, it becomes quite clear that Levi basically trusts Ervin blindly uh, during the, well, when they're being pursued by the female titan in the forest, um, when he asked the well, when he has the no regrets speech, um, mm. when he's, he's speaking to to Aaron there, like you shouldn't regret your your actions because you can't know until you've taken action which was the right move, and that's why you can't you shouldn't have any regrets. Like, and it, it's funny how ob- obviously this side story or or or, or spinoff really kind of gives that speech more substance or kind of you you understand Levi's point of view better I think Absolutely. Th- thanks to this mm-hmm. which is something I really appreciate this uh spin-off for. Yeah. It gives a nice kind of background to 
why he or how he experienced that for himself. Um, I mean, obviously, we we get that a bit in the main series when his entire squadron is killed by uh, the female Titan. Um, but this just kind of reinforces that his life's just been like this from the very beginning. He's he's a survivor. He's mm. he's incredibly skilled, but all the people he cares about around him um, just continue to die. And so, in that sense, surviving is is good, but it comes with some pains, kind of a thing. Exactly. Yeah, he really is a survivor, and and man, being the last of his generation in the server court to to survive by the end of the story. Also, and like, or I guess to really compare it, like th- this is as the very beginning of Levi's story, where he loses really his only two friends in the world, pretty much, and then he just kept losing people, his squads, his like everyone else in the survey corps, everyone mm-hmm. just dropped one after the other until he was the only one left. Shit, man, that's that is rough. It is, but you know, he, he gets he gets a good ending though. You know, he does his final salute. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is. Yeah, that's always gonna make me a little bit emotional. (laughs) Yeah. But going back to Levi and Irvin's uh, kind of relationship here, it was. Mm. It's. It's funny to think that you know once they were, well, in the in the story we know they're incredibly loyal to each other. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, or like at least before that, Levi was dead set on killing the man. Yeah. It kind of provides an interesting dynamic between their relationship very yeah and it's also fun how or interesting i guess well i i do think it, it is a little bit funny how levi well because of his initial plan was to kill ervin it's funny how in the end he was the one who basically let ervin die oh yeah good point funny but also i mean sad but i i, I wonder if that was i i kind of don't think it was necessarily uh, intentional but it's, it's still neat i think i, I like it yeah, it depends exactly when uh, Midnight Sun and the the visual novel was released. You know, like true, uh, yeah. And I think the visual novel came out before. I'm oh, okay. So maybe, so maybe he had no idea what Isayama had planned. Yeah, I, I assume, I assume so. Yeah. But still, it, it for not knowing it, it seems rather poetic in a way mm. um, that he ended up letting him die. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think in general just talking about how the anime and and the manga handled uh, both these characters the anime did a better job of giving levi's point of view whereas the manga gave more of levi and irvin's story exactly yeah i i i'd sort of say that the manga is it's well obviously it it is mostly levi's story but the manga specifically i'd say is nearly as much of a, of a story for about Ervin as it is about Levi. Um, yeah. Like maybe 40, 60 or something, like for a, bit, a split between the two of them. Um, but yeah, the, the anime does not really go in depth as much, or yeah, it doesn't focus nearly as much on, on Ervin. It's like 80 <laughs> 20. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Maybe not that drastic. I mean, still, but... it, is, it is definitely a clear difference, though, I think. And um, it, I guess that's one of the things. Or probably the only thing uh, that I dislike the or the only aspect I guess of these two works or these adaptations where I dislike the anime more than the manga. I think. So I think there's a trade-off to be made here with mm. the anime. You get you do get less of Irvin and it's less of his story, 
But in the anime, you do get more of Levi's characteristic, and you see him care more for for Landa and Isabel, and just yeah. um, you just I don't know. You you see more of him. You get you get more of the Levi that we know, and and I'm sure the voice helps out a lot because he's a great voice actor. Oh yeah. In the manga, it it just feels like he's not quite the same Levi. Um, yes, Levi is supposed to be a cold, you know, softy in the middle, but he in this one in the manga, it just it it doesn't feel like he's saying nearly enough, and he it's just like he's too silent and maybe a little too focused on killing Irvin and not thinking too much about his comrades, um, which is something that I feel like Levi would be, which he does in the anime, and something I think is consistent with the main story is that he he does care about the people around him um and for some reason i just didn't get that as strongly in the manga that's fair yeah i guess one point that might i guess explain this although i i do i I will make it clear before i say this that i do agree with you but i I just thought of one point that could uh, explain that is that maybe it was this event that made levi i guess become extra cautious or extra caring about uh, protecting his his close friends like after having experienced this loss here he started to put in i guess maybe an ex- a little extra effort to try to be someone to, to mm. who protects his, his uh, friends perhaps that's fair um, but i do think the anime does a, a better job of giving levi um more of his his regular characteristic and just mm. is a little more cons- consistent with the um Levi, I felt like was in the main main series versus what the the manga told. Not to say not to say it was bad at all. Just uh, it, maybe it's because there is more of a focus on Levi. Uh, mm. Maybe that's what why I feel that way. Right. No, but I, I I I do I do see that as well. But yeah, Isabel and Ferlin introduced here as Levi's friends who obviously going into this, and I mean I, I assume most people who read this or watch the anime have read or watched at least up to some point somewhere in the in the main series. And so most people will know Isabel and Ferlin don't appear in the main series. And I think it's pretty safe, or I, I think most people pretty safely assume that they, okay, they're going to die, because where else would, what else would happen in this story? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I, especially, I think, when they ride out, out beyond the walls um, on, on the expedition, I think it, it's pretty easy to predict that they're gonna get uh killed by titans mm. um, however I, I don't think i don't think that um i guess predictability about it i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i i was still moved or well touched or whatever by their by their deaths um i, th- I thought it was very well done especially the anime adaptation i thought when i agree when levi finds isabel's severed head like that moment is horrific and just so very impactful i think like just the the lack of sound kind of for a moment as the camera just lingers on that head for a little too long uh (laughs) and uh yeah it's 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 really disturbing and very well done i think yeah i wonder if that comes from the visual novel because obviously it's in the manga Mm. but well let me let me preface this a bit in the manga you see what actually happens to them before they die i mean them fighting against the titans isabel and Ferlin. yeah and that's that's cool but i really like the 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 suddenness of seeing her head and 
And obviously Levi is racing to get there, hoping that none of them are in danger, that everything's okay. And then you just see her dead or her, well, her dismembered uh, head. And mm. um, yeah, you, you just get this feeling in your stomach, right? Definitely. And I, and I feel like that's something that a visual novel would do. You know, you're, you're, you're reading the words, you're, you're in Levi's shoes, hoping, praying that everything's okay. And then you just see a picture of it. Of a severed head, <laughs> you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that <laughs> could have been what they went for. Totally, I, I could imagine. I mean, well, when you when you talked about it like that, I I, I was sort of getting like Steinsgate vibes, a little bit. <laughs> which all which also you know originated as a visual novel. Very um, true. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, I I felt like their deaths were a little more impactful in uh, the anime. Just it was just incredibly well done incredibly disturbing um mm. i mean those those headshots were whew, very very graphic very but the you know the, the manga did a good job too um, yeah it did mm. yeah but talking about the actual characters themselves isabel i think is very cute energetic i i i like her character a bit generic in her design i mean you know just kind of the the tomboy girl but i don't know i i, I really liked her and i think that She's a character that people can find really likable. Absolutely. I think she's really likable. And I think she's done so well for 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 what the story is and for the character that she is supposed to be. She is perfect in, 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 in the way she's written and the way she's yeah portrayed in general. Uh, I, I, I love the way she, she's uh, portrayed in yeah, her, her entire role in this, in this uh, spinoff. She is perfect. That's what that's what she, I say about Mikasa. <laughs> but you know, no. Um, does does Mikasa have competition? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I I I really like Isabel. Um, very cute. Mm. Uh, I what another thing I like about her is she had in the manga she has this character growth kind of thing going on where yeah she sees the Survey Corps members and realizes or understands what they're fighting for. And she sympathizes with it almost to the point where, you know, maybe she wants to help them achieve that. And she starts saluting like them, mm. kind of bonding with them. And I, I like that uh, change in her character a bit. Yeah, it was cool. And it, it made me wonder, like, if she hadn't died there, like, could she have also joined the server Corps with Levi? Yeah. And that makes like, it more sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sad. Furlan, on the other hand, if you don't mind me moving onto him oh yeah by all means i don't mind him um his character design is very generic um yeah. <laughs> and there's really nothing outstanding about him but his character in the manga i just i didn't really like like there's the, the something about it that just felt uh like he was maybe indifferent is the wrong word but it just didn't feel feel sincere that he really cared about anybody right. um and yeah, he was he was with Levi and and Isabel, and I'm I'm sure he did. But some of his actions, like when he saw that Levi and Isabel were actually kind of bonding with the Survey Corps members, he was just kind of disgusted by it. It's like, oh, guys, gotta focus on the plan. Like, don't get yeah. caught up in all this, you know. I, and right. I just felt like he, he I don't know, that he, he was caught up in his own desires a little too much. Um, but may, maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. Right. No, I, I didn't feel that as strongly, I think, but but I think 
I, I can relate to, to to some of the feelings that you had about him, uh, like hear, hear, hearing your thoughts on that. I think I can, I, I can understand that. Mm. But in the anime, I, I feel I feel like they changed his character quite a bit. Like you can see more of the kind of the sympathetic side and how he cared about not just Levi and Isabel, but the people that were working with them or the subordinates or whatever you want to call them. You know, giving him extra money like to help that guy with his leg. And, oh yeah, and he just really. It felt like he he wasn't just this guy who wanted to get out of the, the the slums. He yes, he wanted that, but he also wanted to be with his friends and and help other people. So I don't know. I just mm. not to say that you know everyone should be like that kind of character, but it just felt something that was a little more likable, a little more relatable than Ferland kind of being a you know like a bit of word a, a douche. <laughs> yeah i wonder because i mean i think that's a good point and I, I agree with it i wonder though if maybe in the manga they were trying to go for something like that like but but they just kind of i guess they they, they, they weren't able to create the, the right types of scenes that would that would convey who he was as well perhaps which because obviously like the the early scene that you mentioned where he you, he gives some extra money to that one guy and like just seeing, seeing those sides of him in the anime, uh, like m- maybe they were trying to go for that in the manga. They just didn't, su- they, they couldn't, or they, they, they didn't really succeed as, as well. Um, but yeah, he, he, he is definitely, he, he feels more fleshed out, uh, so, you know, uh, in the anime. That said, though, both he and Isabel are quite basic characters. They aren't deep necessarily, either one of them, but, um, but still, uh, I think they're, they're both great, uh, especially in the in the anime where they actually get more focus. Absolutely. I think that, yeah, they're, they're both kind of generic or, <laughs> or, 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 you know, simplified in a way. Right. Uh, but I, I stand by liking Isabel more. Um, and I feel like the anime for Lan, it just gives a little more to his character. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, they are these side characters who were meant to die. <laughs> Me- <laughs> meant to make us uh, cry or at least be uncomfortable <laughs> yeah 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 and, and they yeah they did the job yeah yeah good on them <laughs> yeah so other characters that appeared here well a familiar face uh one one that we love hanji appeared yeah um, not much but still a little bit and yeah. it was it was nice to see i guess even though it was again very very brief um to see the beginnings of hanji's and levi's well, their friendship. For sure. Uh, I, I really like what happened in the manga. I would have loved more, and I was hoping for more. Mm. Um, but, yeah. you know, it it's a two-volume story that focuses on, you know, two other people, really. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it just wasn't meant to be. I would love to have a, <laughs> a side story where we see more of Levi and Hanji getting to know each other. Yeah. Just how, how their friendship came to be. Mm. But... And maybe you throw throw give Irvin more time with that. Like all three of those guys, how they exactly came, came to be close. Because but... honestly, all like all pairs in that trio are 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 amazing pairs. Yeah. Um. Like I I, I would love to see more. I, yeah, more of all of them. But but Levi and Hanji especially. I mean, okay. So while I I love Levi's and Irvin's relationship and their dynamic and all of that i i love that as probably we all do 
Um, but I, I think I love Levi's and Hanji's dynamic and relationship even more. That is a hot take, my friend. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and, and maybe one that I agree with. <laughs> so I guess we both have the hot take. But, but I feel like a lot of people really love the, the Levi and, and Irvin dynamic. Yeah. And yes, there's the Hanji Levi shippers and they're, you know, very, very real. Uh, but, you know, there's Irvin and, and Levi shippers and they are very passionate as well. So I don't know. It, it, it's an interesting debate. <laughs> like, which is yeah. the better, which is better. And I'm not talking about like, you know, romantic relationship, but, you know, which is the better friendship? And that maybe, maybe this is not something you should be saying, which is, which is better or not, but <laughs> it's all comes down to opinion anyway. But I, no, I like, I like Hanji and Levi's dynamic as well and would yeah. uh, love to see more of it absolutely yeah especially these early phases of it i think would right. be interesting yes. to see They're, how yes. their friendship came to be every and yeah. like all of that yeah. for sure mm. but the anime version of hanji yeah oh uh, in in no regrets mm. uh i'm very disappointed with <laughs> yeah so me too so again there's only a limited amount of time to give these characters and they were trying to get more uh, focus on Levi's backstory and, you know, it's his story, but Hanji's introduction into this story and really her, well, like she was, she was in one scene or earlier, but when she finally gets like a, a speaking role, she's freaking out about like Levi's skills. And I don't know. Oh, yeah. it, I understand that Hanji is quirky, but it feels like Hanji would freak out about titans like that, not some guy using ODM gear. You uh, know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So, and it was so brief, and that was like her only moment, and they just made her really silly. I mean, yes, I, I like silly Hanji, but there's more to her character than just just that. Yeah. I guess there wasn't room for that in this story, though. You're right. There wasn't room for that. But in the manga, there was. It got a little uh, true. bit of her, yeah. her right. you know, Yeah, that entire, like, scene at the fort or wherever, like, that, that whole thing was cut out in the anime. Yeah. So, I would have rather that than whatever thing she was doing in the, in the <laughs> anime. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's besides the point. That's a, that's oh, well. a you know, a little nitpick. Mm, mm, no, I, but I, I do agree with that nitpick, though. Uh, but yeah, uh, one thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about uh, Ervin earlier is uh, how this story ba- basically establishes his long-distance scouting formation uh, technique or idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool to see. Um, I think like how it's used in practice for the first time kind of doesn't work out because of the weather and all, but uh, <laughs> but still to, still, to see it used for the first time and see how... how happy Darius Zackley is about it like how, how he praises uh Erwin for for that and all I, I think I think that's nice to see uh basically this ingenious idea that I think played a big part in uh, making him into the next cervical commander a few years uh, after this oh absolutely it's an ingenious plan but that's one of my nitpicks of the manga <laughs> is that formation it gets a test run and it fails Right. Epically, right? <laughs> it... As far as we understand, one bad weather day and everything falls apart. True. And they approve it? It's like, wow, that people, that less people died. What? Are you kidding me? Wow. Like, 
it's supposed like it, these guys were like super um uh, strict on the survey core you know they were going to put down the hammer on them uh-huh. and so they needed a success story and th- this is what they come back with like how how does this get approved i mean it, it should because it's brilliant uh, when there, when rain is not an issue, and thank goodness rain never happened in the in the main story when they used this. <laughs> yeah, because you know, smoke doesn't work. That's yeah, that's interesting. That the survey cord still got to, to continue after after that. Yeah, hmm. but you know, I mean, it, it's just a a, a small nitpick i don't know how the visual novel did it but uh right yeah i I actually hadn't thought of it that way (laughs) but you are completely right they did basically like that expedition was a failure or it seemed like it um, i mean maybe they went on to do something else i guess and maybe Maybe. somehow made it a success but they still lost a lot of people (laughs) like all those people that levi saw dead when he when he turned her back right like there was there was like a yeah whole squadron or two that had mm. been eaten so yeah i i don't like that part right or like is don't like is not maybe the wrong thing i i found, I found it kind of silly but i agree right. with you that it was cool to see the trial run for that i was yeah. kind of hoping to see how irving came up with it you know like how uh oh, he yeah. came he came to the process of um, establishing this formation, um, and I kind of, I kind of thought that's where the story was going, or, or before ever reading it, I thought that's what it would be told, and Levi would have a, a part in it somehow. But no, he just had it beforehand, which is fine. Um, he, <laughs> you know, I'm sure he'd yeah. been thinking about it for a while. Right, right, he must have. Uh, but yeah, I would have also liked to see, I guess, that process of coming up with it, yeah, and kind of like, I guess, yeah piecing some ideas together and what, however mm-hmm. he came up with it. Uh, that would have yeah. been fun to follow along with. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Can I give another gripe uh, for the story? <laughs> <Don't mind. laughs> do it to it. <laughs> so Levi's reasoning for leaving Isabel and Furlane and going to, to kill Irvin in the manga, I don't like. I, I feel like it's kind of silly. Like He's like worried that Titans are going to come eat, eat Irvin or something like that. You're not worried about Titans coming to eat your friends? Oh, they'll be safe. I trust them more. But Irvin is the freaking Survey Corps commander. Like, or not, of course not he'd be safe. Not not yet. Excuse me. He, uh, but he's a high up there. Like he's yeah. he's just as skilled as you. I mean, <laughs> Levi's more skilled. Don't get me wrong. But Irvin like goes toe to toe at the very beginning with Levi. So yeah. why are you worried? He has more experience. <laughs> he should be fine. And you know, you could argue, you know, argue that is the mistake of a rookie that's fair but i feel um, the anime gives a much better reason hey this is the perfect time there's these this mist going on and no one can really see we can sneak up on him oh but we can't go all at once and that'd be too much or you know that it would be hard to harder to sneak up on on him like that that made sense i was like okay true i understand mm. the choice and <laughs> it was a tough choice to make but i understand it better than the manga that's that's my gripe yeah I, I hadn't really thought of it much, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you, actually. It does make more sense <laughs> the way it is in the anime. <laughs> so anyway, that's, <laughs> that's my one thing. But either way, he never, he never gets to, to kill. He, he, right. no, but no regrets. No regrets. 
yeah, no yeah. No can't, can't regret. Can't regret it. <laughs> but I guess since we're on that scene, something I wanted to, I guess, point out, bring bring to anyone's attention who doesn't know, but I'm sure a lot of people probably do know, but still, uh, some uh, I'm sure there's some who don't. In uh, volume 19, let's see, which chapter is this? Uh, chapter 76. Um, it's during the Return to Shiganshin arc. Irvin has, like, well, he, he's thinking about his past and everything that took him to this this spot and everything, and there are two panels that depict the scene in the rain or after the rain or wherever, um, mm-hmm. when Levi, you know, takes the sword to, to Irvin, and, and mm-hmm. Irvin grabs hold of the sword with his hand. Uh, there's two, two panels from that moment, actually in the main series, uh, which is, and it, it's pretty obvious that it is referencing the No Regrets series oh wow so i think i think that's pretty pretty cool that that's actually in the main manga it's not the same panels like these the ones in in the actual main series here are drawn by Isayama and they're different angles and different poses slightly but mm. it's still definitely that moment that he's that that Aaron oh, okay. is recalling uh back in in that uh part of the main series so i think that's pretty cool and it it, it also kind of solidifies the no regrets spin-off as a canon story i think yeah yeah wow Mm. there you go that's pretty neat yeah but yeah i don't actually have anything else really on the manga and most of my anime specific things i've already touched on as we've gone through but um do you have anything that's only like manga related there was a nice butt shot for the titan oh the ti- yes <laughs> extra thick i that like was, it damn that's that's really all i have gotcha then um yeah like well, the main thing about the anime, which I've already kind of sprinkled, I think, throughout, really is how I liked that the added, you know, underground stuff and the focus on Levi and his friends. But I'm sad about, I guess, the diminished focus on on Ervin. Uh, that that's really like my my main what was really my my main thing on the anime. Mm. But the last thing that I haven't mentioned at all is, well, just just something I wanted to shine a little bit of light on is. This song that appears, uh, I think, three or four times uh, throughout the the two episodes, uh, that I I sort of feel like is sort of I guess it became to me at least like a main theme of that spinoff anime. Uh, mm. It's like acoustic guitar and uh, German vocals. Mm. At least I think that's German. Uh, I I couldn't tell what language it was, but I thought it was good. <laughs> but but I thought I think that's such a beautiful song, uh, and just wanted to lift that one up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Swano, uh, really uh, pumping out those classics, man, or those yeah. great songs. So I guess my my thoughts, uh, real quick about the anime is, mm. well, I I I totally agree with you that um, Irvin's whole role in it was diminished. Um, I still think it's solid, and yeah. I think that you get the trade off for better characteris- characterization of Levi and his crew. Um, and you just, I don't know, it just gives you a, a better look at things and, and the manga and anime have their, their strengths, but I, I, I personally think I like the anime more. Um, when I was reading through the manga, I was like, yeah, this is good. I mean, it has some, has some issues, but yeah, I like it. Like I can, I can definitely consider this, um, uh, canon or whatever. Um, mm. but then, but when I was reading the not to say the quality of the story is makes it canon or not, um, but I guess that's basically what I said. <laughs> uh, but 
the anime, I I really enjoyed. I was like, wow, they really went above and beyond on this. I felt like mm. um, putting, adding in their own things, giving a little more uh, filler to the, the story. <laughs> Right. And Actually, I wonder if some of those things that felt like filler, since obviously you, you read the manga first and the manga came out first. Um, I wonder if maybe those things that felt like filler were from the visual novel, but that weren't included in the manga, perhaps. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Which is the which is the real filler? <laughs> <laughs> right. I have no clue. Um, but anyway. Mm. But yeah, so I, I really, really, really enjoyed the anime. And I, it was amazing to see, uh, once again, <laughs> after our whole watch through of of all attack on titan anime to see wits uh season one uh, style back in action yeah um, yeah that was good <laughs> super thick lines uh, amazing <laughs> animation incredible lighting uh yeah it was it was amazing it really was uh, yeah i think i'm torn if, if if i'm gonna choose like which version of the manga and anime i like more because i i think the anime i think might be technically better like just as a story by itself uh-huh. because it is more kind of focused on fewer characters in a way. Like it focuses on mm. Levi and his group and mm. not as much on the rest. Obviously mm. there is still Ervin content and stuff, but obviously as we've said that, that was, yeah, a lot of it was, was taken out. So in that sense, I appreciate the, the anime more. However, being such a big Ervin fan, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> I also want to say I like the, the manga more because that sh- shows more of Erwin. So I, I'm torn on it, so I'll just leave it as, a, as an even split for me. Gotcha. But yeah, I think that might be all for this discussion, perhaps. Yeah, I, I think I've said all I need to. I have no regrets. Awesome, <laughs> as you should. And um, next month, we are doing a similar discussion as, as this, but for the Lost Girls manga. So... Obviously, again, like the manga in focus, that one's also two volumes, another spinoff. And that one also has a, I think, two two or maybe three episode anime adaptation uh, that we may also touch on. But uh, yeah, the manga is going to be the main focus um, mm. as, as usual here on this podcast. So there's that. And um, shout out to our Discord server. Um, our Umami Manga Discord server specifically, actually, I want to... <laughs> uh, well, We've okay. abandoned Titan Tea Time server. <laughs> no but one ever talks on there. It's I'm just kind kidding. of dead, let's face it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sort of died off when uh, when the, the manga ended. It's true. Uh, which is fair, I can understand that. Um, so, I mean, we do have the Attack on Titan specific Discord server, which is our Titan Tea Time Discord server, but I, I, I think I wanted to specifically talk about the umami manga discord server which is linked in our video descriptions on youtube and also should be um linked in the episode descriptions on the podcast uh, on the podcast platforms it's a lovely little place it's not that big but it's it's growing and it's got several amazing people that we talk to pretty much on a daily basis um in there and it's just a very nice little community that i'm very proud of personally absolutely it's it's great come join it's a lot of fun yeah, it really is. And yes, with that all said, if you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel, Umami Manga, on YouTube. If you like this episode, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Lost Girls. Bye-bye. See you later.
you know, I have a severe case of deja vu for some reason. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> um, 